You're listening to The Kylo Show, the podcast where we talk about how to keep your love on no matter what and why whole healthy families are going to save the world. And it starts right now. Hello and welcome to The Kylo Show. I felt like saying, and I'm your co-host, Brittany Serple, and this is my other co-host. It's true. <laughs> You didn't say your name. No. <laughs> I was trying to be like... Walter Cronkite. <laughs> nope. No. Uh, it feels like we never say our names, but maybe we did in the early days. They know who we are. You yeah, know us. That's true. They know us here. If you don't, <laughs> she's Brittany Serple. <laughs> and you're Danny Silk. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You know, I was thinking about... Uh, if I don't know what this... The story of, uh, I went to the bank, I think I was 16, and I put my check in, and I was like, Mom, they know me at the bank. And she's like, that's because your name was on your check. check. And I was yeah. like, oh. But we've been talking about community and and part of you know all the different elements of healthy community and unhealthy community, but there is something in this being known to your people. Totally. you know. And uh, it just was funny to think that I thought of my bank as my community. They know me here. Yeah. They yeah. know me. I think we were at the drive-through and they put the little tube thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. And uh, <laughs> the boys were in the back seat. And I and never left it. <laughs> lived down. Never lived it down. <laughs> Brittany says they know me here. It's true. And we looked at each other like, "Honey, your <laughs> driver's license, your name's on the check," because they said, "Hi, Brittany." Exactly. They know me here. They, I'm so special. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. A moment. It was a family moment, mm-hmm. yeah. seared in the conscious Tate of does your all, brothers. All the editing, he's probably gonna <laughs> text me. They know me here. Yeah. So that's how this episode is gonna go, guys. That's how this is gonna yeah. go. They know me. Mm-hmm. But really, with community, it starts with you. You mm-hmm. know, it starts with you, kind of bringing who you are to community in a healthy way. You know, where I think this episode, we're really trying to pull apart the Kylo Five within community and mm-hmm. and how are you representing Kylo 5 wherever you go and bringing those elements to your community mm-hmm. and and even if you don't have a community or maybe you're looking to change some of the dynamics of your community you know what are you wanting to build yeah it's powerful to realize that you know you you can create a Kylo community around you mm-hmm. and you don't have to be you know, passively hoping to find one, which is probably the number one mistake people make, Yeah, is, gosh, I hope they read my mind and they do all <laughs> the assertiveness and they're really nice. Like, stop. It yeah. starts with a powerful person. That mind reading is uh, gets us in trouble a lot. Mm-hmm. It's this wishful expectation that someone's going to do it for me rather than me being powerful enough to have a conversation or express what I need. Yeah. Yeah, it's the, you know, a culture is really an agreed upon set of values. Mm -hmm. And a a Kylo 5 culture is going to be that we agree to practice these things as individuals Mm -hmm. with each other. And it's super powerful. And it's lifelong. Yeah. That's the covenant aspect, you know, of being a people of covenant which I, I loved your description of that, is that I am a person of covenant. So mm-hmm. different relationships, obviously those boundary circles that we talk about, very different. Um, but I was laughing. You gave the example of um, 
you know, going to the corner store and I know that we have a little coffee shop near our house. And because of your investment in just kindness and being, you know, bringing empathy and engagement to the exchange of buying coffee there, they see us as your family with you and they extend that same favor and gratitude towards us. So it's just interesting how, you know, when you are a person of covenant, how it influences, you know, those around you in different ways and what you realize and mm-hmm. the beauty of, of kind of that mm-hmm. um, exchange and just living that way. Yeah. And, and I think when you make that kind of covenant investment, because these these people are strangers, right? They mm-hmm. they own a coffee shop. I don't know their. I don't even know their names. I think maybe I could find it if I. Yeah, I don't <laughs> even know their names, but the whole world shuts down, and this little tiny coffee shop is struggling. Mm-hmm. So uh, once a week, I'm buying a hundred dollar cup of coffee mm-hmm. for a year. <laughs> I don't know how long so it was, and uh, and then we just started buying giant bags of. Sure, we coffee. just got our coffee from there. Yeah. yeah, and it was a nourishment to them, but they felt the strength mm-hmm. of care and commitment. And I don't know if this coffee shop's going to make it through the pandemic. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen here, but I do know that there's a uh, a relationship that has been created, and and there's a depth to it now, like mm-hmm. you're saying, because. Uh, was your birthday party mm-hmm. was uh, it, w- and it I was think Leah's. It was, Leah got married. Yeah. So there were a couple times a where couple. we got to borrow these really cool tabletop mm-hmm. things that were part of their coffee shop because they were scooted over in the corner because nobody could sit down. Yep. And they and they there use, use these mm-hmm. and like wow this is part of the the exchange that comes from. We are covenant people. We we love and serve and care for everyone, and even when I don't know your name. Yeah. <laughs> and it, and it moved them in a ring. You know, they sure. moved in. In uh, I should find out their last name though. You should. I totally yeah. should. But I just it is exactly the example of, you know, how do you put the Kylo Five on display in community, mm-hmm. and it's varies obviously your closest most intimate connections and relationships you're very vulnerable very transparent very authentic and you know you have an exchange give and take that is very deep coffee shop is you know they extend their tables for to us you know for next to nothing to to use you mm-hmm. know and they see family members and treat them with probably a little bit more care because there is a depth of relationship, but it is just how you Kylo five in your community to whatever level that they are in mm-hmm. is a and, and, powerful yeah, thing that it, you, you control. And, and so the Kylo five, mm-hmm. it's been a while since we actually talked, said the Kylo five. I know, like. I know it, it disappeared from our notes, but <laughs> we used to say it every week. So just to remind ourselves, <laughs> we were just trying to memorize it. It's so bad. <laughs> but it's be powerful. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, Choose love over fear. Mm-hmm. Keep commitment or connection our goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, communicate respectfully and honor boundaries, healthy boundaries. Yeah. So I think the the be powerful thing mm-hmm. is the setup. It's the foundation. And 
that means I determine how I conduct myself mm -hmm. in all my relationships. Yeah. I'm in charge of that. So your bad day, your bad attitude, mm -hmm. your bad character mm -hmm. never changes me being a powerful Kylo Five person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's I think it's so fulfilling when you understand the that I guess foundational level of being powerful when you live from that place and it gets to show up in all the different levels of your relationships that you have from ordering coffee to you know your spouse I mean and your kids I, I it's such a the exchange of of I feel like I'm representing Christ well mm -hmm. as I I'm doing a really great job of managing me managing all the things going on and choosing to keep my love on mm -hmm. choosing to be respectful in communication. Maybe this person's not being respectful. I'm choosing to have a healthy boundary. It's not punishment. It is a boundary because I want to protect something I really care about. Mm -hmm. um, and it is, it's knowing uh, how to identify those in yourself, knowing how to identify those in the community and um, being able to, bring those priorities to the different relationships that you're in. And maybe even, you know, if you're searching for community and you haven't found it yet, I, I think even creating a, you know, a small group or a, a something that's, you know, developing those core values, maybe around, you know, keep your love on study or you could do relationship one-on-one, but that, those are some, if you're searching for it, those are great, easy ways to start. Somebody that's looking for the same thing that you are, well, study, keep your love on. That's a great. I, I just talked to somebody that's doing this this summer. They're doing the keep your love on study, and she says it's that's our summer mission is to work on our relationships. I, I was uh, talking to somebody who said this is their fifth time through Relationship 101 mm -hmm. in the uh, Life Academy. And they just do it with different groups, and and mm. some of the same people keep coming back. Like, tell me one more time. Tell me one more time. How's this? How's this, this time, work? This time. Yeah. How do I be a powerful person? Yeah. Oh, that's that's great. Mm -hmm. It is. You know, being powerful is such a a call to personal responsibility for. You know, this is my job to manage me. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I I know this example for parenting. You know, the toddler is losing it. I have to be in charge of myself. I've got to stay powerful, otherwise it's gonna get wild. Yeah. And and that's And I'm gonna blame this toddler <laughs> for how this adult acted. Exactly. Good lord. <laughs> and then we do it with not just toddlers, we do it with people that you know, I was laughing because uh the youth pastor spoke uh yesterday and he said something like bad drivers. He's like, you made me angry. I was like, you have not remembered what it means to be a powerful person because mm -hmm. that's not how we talk. Mm -hmm. You can't make me anything. Mm -hmm. I choose it. Mm -hmm. I choose to stop being powerful. Yeah. So be powerful mm -hmm. and then uh, choose love over fear mm -hmm. every single time. Yep. Uh, it's, it's the, you got two counselors mm -hmm. and I'm going to get my advice from the counselor of love on how to conduct myself in a Christ-like way. Mm -hmm. And a Christ-like way isn't a religious way. Yeah. 
you know, it's there's no thus and verilies and untos. It's I am going to be accusable of being Christ-like. Mm. Like, oh my gosh, that's what Jesus did. Oh, that's you know who you remind me of. Mm. Like, right. And and there are no excuses mm-hmm. for me to choose the destroyer, fear, yeah. as my counselor. Because yeah. I'm powerful. And so going back to step one, mm-hmm. I decide. Yeah. I decide what I'm going to do with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to choose love. Yeah. We, ben and I were on a date last night, and there was, I don't know what was going on, but there was an exchange of these two ladies, and they start, are yelling at each other. They are obviously angry Oof. at one another. And they're yelling at each other, and they're they were older. They're very seasoned women, and then they walk through the middle of the outdoor seating, um, and and then they immediately start saying, "You, you're all sinners. This is the, the sin of the world. This is the evil." And they're just talking to everybody, and then they go over to this table and they just start yelling at these these young women. You know, they're, I would say they're probably early twenties, and that they're sinners and the Lord's coming back and they better repent. And I oh, just good Lord. sat there thinking, man, this is not what it means to love. What well. a great commercial. Yeah. And I mean, Ben was like, I want to go over there and talk to them. I'm like, no kidding. I feel like I want to, <laughs> let me tell you who God is. It's, it's not that. That's not who their God is. That is not who the Lord is. And that is, I don't know what was the dynamic that was going on, but all I could think about was like, man, this is, when this religious spirit of fear is operating and it just tries to convince everyone around them. And I'm like, oh, this is such a bummer because this is not, you know, as we we live powerfully and we choose love over fear and we get to display God's love, it doesn't look or feel like that. Mm -hmm. And um, so Ben and I were just sitting there thinking, I feel like we should just go over and just hug those girls and say, we go to church too. <laughs> <laughs> we love Jesus, and he loves you. You know what? He is coming back, but I don't know that it has to feel like that. We're like, not sure who those other people are. But, uh, you know, and, and that's just that, man, it's amazing how much fear can convince you and lose who you're really meant to be called to. Mm-hmm. You know? And this this unhealthy definition of love is n- usually something controlling Mm -hmm. like okay uh if you love me you agree with me yeah and you do what i say you obey me yeah you do what i say and that is uh it's also called tyranny (laughs) so uh don't confuse love and tyranny Mm -hmm. even though the people that are using the word love are authority figures yeah or really bold about whatever they think loud yeah yeah well the other kylo five in there is the choose connection and i I think you know in a healthy community this pursuit and desire to stay connected and prioritize that i think that's when we say choose connection it is that i'm i'm going to prioritize fighting for connection Mm -hmm. i'm not going to be okay with staying disconnected which I think is a place where offense easily builds. And when I say choose connection, it means it's a choice. Mm-hmm. Like I can choose distance. Yeah. And oftentimes when I'm hurt or scared or, you know, triggered by 
something, I choose distance to protect myself, and then I blame it on you. Yeah. You know, I blame the the anxiety and I justify myself. And so choose connection is a decision mm-hmm. again and again. And eventually it becomes part of my character. But for a while, it's a, hey, you, <laughs> did you hear what I told you? <laughs> now do what I told you to do. That's mm-hmm. self-control. That's being powerful. That's, you know, receiving the counsel of love. Why? to choose connection because mm-hmm. connection perfect love mm-hmm. casts out fear so if you're gonna you know if you're gonna fear proof your relationships it's it's only gonna happen on the other side of choosing connection I do like how these build on each other like you got to first be a powerful person mm-hmm. you really got to confront who your counselor is and then you've got to practice the good advice all you got the, from your counselor. All the things yeah. that you just had. <laughs> and I have to still be powerful and choose this. So they are they build they build on each other, that's for sure. So mm-hmm. you're learning how to master them. And it's it is a lifelong commitment, I feel like, the you know, telling yourself what you're gonna do over oh. and over again. Um, you know, I I always jokingly say on a on a good day, you know, on a really good day, you would say, I was in charge of me all day long. And I always give the example of what did you say to the person that got your order wrong in Starbucks, mm-hmm. you know, or wherever, and now you're down the road and you don't have what you want? What is your immediate response to, you know, where's, what's the judgment? What's the criticism? What's the frustration? And how are, what are your thoughts? Because mm-hmm. that's really a good reflection of, oh, I'm not choosing to keep my love on over, you know, do they, did they intentionally mess up my caramel macchiato? Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. probably Am I going to be able to make it yes, through my so day? Yes, without cheese on my burger, mm-hmm. you know, like all those things. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that is uh, being a powerful person mm-hmm. is, you know, you get to, you get to decide your participation in this Kylo five. Yeah. You know, you're either going to listen to love, mm-hmm. protect your connections. Well, that's the next one. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, have respectful communication, which so your burgers doesn't have cheese or they got your drink wrong. Mm-hmm. How can I go and pursue having a conversation respectfully and and that be a priority? So I'm gonna I'm gonna manage my mouth and my heart all with the intent of protecting that connection. Mm-hmm. You know, so you, you this is how this is the yeah. you know the, the the why is there, but the how is okay. I I am going to. Be respectful. Be responsible in the words I choose, mm-hmm. the uh, who I talk about here. I'm going to talk about me. I'm not going. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to convince you to agree with me about you. I'm going to show you me, yeah. and that begins to open up my um, effect mm-hmm. in the communication because you don't feel judged. Yeah. You feel you know you. You can feel judged yeah, if you if you misinterpret what I'm saying because you can hear you experiencing me mm-hmm. as you judging me, mm-hmm. but they're cats and dogs. You're like I didn't say anything about you. I said I feel hurt, mm-hmm. and say so you hurt me. You are hurt. I feel hurt, mm-hmm. and I feel disconnected. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't say you hurt me so you could disconnect from me. Mm-hmm. 
because I don't know that about you. I'm just giving you information about me. Yeah. And that you know, is hard to hear for a while because <laughs> you're so used to being judged and so used to being accused that you hear everything from your old paradigm and you try to, re- you know, try to resist being informed of really good information. <laughs> Which is a practice of receiving feedback. I, the other part with communication is being able to listen and, you know, and, and so this is what I heard you say. Um, is this what you're trying to communicate? Uh, I love, you know, m- my awareness of my body, thanks to Margaret. Mm-hmm. And, you know, oh, I am, my heart is racing. I am getting hot. I am feeling this fight, flight, or freeze kind of response. What's going on? I'm hearing a message of, you know, pain or judgment okay, I, I got to do a good job of asking those clarifying questions or go back to it. I, I can't always do it in the moment. I, you know, I, I usually have to process and then try and come back to it. Okay, this is what I heard you say. Um, I don't know if that was your goal or if that's what you're trying to communicate. Can you help me understand? So I think sometimes it, it doesn't always happen in the moment, in, but the willingness to go back um, and have that respectful conversation. And when you're, when you've, you know, made the choice that connection is my goal, mm-hmm. you even direct yourself sure. in listening. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, okay, can I communicate in a way that protects our connection? I'm also, I'm going to listen in a way that protects our connection. Because it's so easy to just go, oh, oh, yeah, oh, so what you're saying? Okay, you know, and then throw yourself into a tizzy of, Disconnect and distance. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Well, the last Kylo five is to honor healthy boundaries. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like we get boundary conversations so much all the time because a lot of people experience boundaries as punishment. Mm-hmm. When do I get to let go? <laughs> yeah. <that's true. laughs> I'm done. I'm done, uncle. Yeah. When do I get to reject this person? Yeah. That's the other part. <laughs> So well, how do you honor healthy boundaries in community, especially when you've been scared or maybe you are trying to figure out this new community that's so much different than your last community, but you've got your own hurts? Well, this is step five. You know, this is, this is five in Kylo five. <laughs> We're at five. So you did all the rest of this stuff to get here. Yeah. Right? Because if you start with this one, it's, you're likely going to jettison scary <laughs> objects. Eject. You know, you're out of here like the toilet in a plane. <laughs> you're out. I don't know where you went. I don't care. It's like that is uh, at the end. After I've, after I've, I'm powerful. I'm counseled by love. I am protecting the connection. I am being respectful in my communication to lower fear. Now we're to, okay, boundaries have mostly to do with how I conduct myself. Mm -hmm. What will I participate in and what won't I participate in is one of the most powerful ways of setting a boundary is just letting you know if I'll be continuing in this conversation Mm -hmm. if i'll be uh answering your your phone calls in person or letting them go to voicemail Mm -hmm. uh wanting this communication to be uh 
verbally or through email. Mm -hmm. You know, how much time I will spend with you? What conversation and level of conversation am I going to have with you? Those are all my decisions. Mm -hmm. So they don't require your cooperation. Uh, They don't even really require your respect Mm. because you may have no respect for my boundaries, which just leads you to a further boundary. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, guess how many disrespectful people I have close to me? Mm. None. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it's at the end because it is, <laughs> this is a doozy. It can be, it can feel like a doozy, that's for sure. It can feel, well, it's, a, it's a tough one to walk through and, and do it well where you're not, you don't have any of that punishment mentality or goal that you are, you're doing all the four above it um, well. And, and I probably said, I don't know, a lot. I've said it a lot. <laughs> but, you know, the difference between a, a boundary and simply rejecting someone is a boundary leaves hope mm-hmm. for reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's always the hope that we can repair our relationship. Uh, and it, it may not come back to the same level. Sure. You know, like if people get divorced, they're not going to reestablish their relationship as if they were married. Mm-hmm. That will be that will be moved out. But it doesn't have to be, you know, over there with Osama bin Laden or whoever, mm-hmm. you know, I used to say, I, can't, I need to f- think of a new one. But way out there, yeah, <laughs> way out there, it can be much closer because we are willing to have respectful inter- interactions and yeah. um, be responsible for ourselves and protect the people around, protect our children. So we, we have a boundary of, yeah, we're not married, and no, we're not in that level of relationship, and I'm, I'm great with that, and you're great with that. So it, it really is a, uh, a hope for being r- reconciled at some level in the relationship. It's not a rejection. Yeah. Hope is key. That's what I always hear. Mm-hmm. Hope is key. Which we have, you know, all these, the Kyla Five you've heard, hopefully if you've listened for more than just today, you've heard us talk about them in so many different ways and avenues of relationships and this and that. But community is really what we're targeting and going after. Um, As it's a big importance to us, you know, I think in our lives, Ben and I are off to talk about it. I know that our team here is a tight community that we have. And so we're trying to create opportunities for you to grow and be exposed to what are we doing? How are we doing this? And we have a new thing where we're doing challenges. And so we have a new challenge out. It's called the Kylo Couple Challenge. Um, and it's more focused towards couples. So that's where we are leaning this in towards. But if you want more information, you're going to go to kylochallenge.com. Uh, that's going to have all the goodies because mm-hmm. I don't know all the, the details. They just tell me what to say here on this spot. But it's going to be a lot of fun. I know that we had great success from the last challenge that mm-hmm. we did, and um, it's been a really useful way to kind of get specific in an area and, and chase after for challenge and change and um, just really resources. And on, on the other side, we've had lots of testimonies, and that's kind of what we're doing, and we're excited about it. So there's all sorts of great things. If you want more information, go to thekylochallenge.com, and uh, it should be fun. So we're going to jump into some questions now, and we'll see you in a minute. Very cool. 
All right. Well, we're going to jump into our questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first question we have comes to us today from Candice. Hi there. This is Candice. I'm sending my message from South Africa. I have been learning and growing so much listening to your podcast and doing the courses on the website. And it's been really great. I've seen a lot of change and a lot of growth and trying to change a lot of culture in our family and and learn and learn good ways um, with parenting and raising our kids. One thing that I've found in our family is we have a terrible culture of interrupting each other. And it is something that I really want to change. We've got three kids ranging between age four and nine, and we all interrupt each other, parents included. What are your thoughts of how we can show love and respect for each other and instill this new value and culture of not interrupting each other and honoring each other and respecting each other and valuing each other in conversation. It's something I'd really love some advice on and something that I would love to change in our family. Looking forward to your response. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Well, to go from a culture of talking over each other mm-hmm. to be heard is it, it kind of reminds me of you know feeding the chickens you know when you <laughs> when you throw the food down they just they're crazy they just <laughs> climb over each other and get at it mm-hmm. and sometimes the need to be heard feels like that like i need to be heard so bad that i am willing to just climb over mm-hmm. everybody to to get my need met so the first thing that has to be established is that you're going to get your need met here. Mm -hmm. There's no need to clamor. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I've seen it done with uh, a a stick or a ball or Mm -hmm. something like, okay, here, you hold the the stick. stick So as long as you have the conversation stick or the talking stick or whatever, you are the only one talking. Mm -hmm. And, and the other person is, you know, (laughs) reaching, (laughs) reaching at you, like, give me that stick, give me that (laughs) stick. I want to say something, but you could wave it at them and go, I got it, you know, (laughs) and it's really retraining behavior because Mm -hmm. so many of us have grown up in families or environments or cultures even where the one who talks the loudest, the longest is the one who gets listened to. And so that's why, you know, if you're a really quiet personality, you Mm -hmm. grow up in a boisterous family, Mm -hmm. you feel invisible. Sure. Because you just weren't willing to scream at people to get your needs met. So you, you know, you just feel like you're missing. So, but as as long as we can, you know, and then eventually we don't need the stick. We can just maybe raise our finger, mm-hmm. you know, our index yeah. finger. You know, yeah. we can. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we can raise our hand. Uh, we can. Some personalities make space, mm-hmm. and uh, other other people have got to literally be trafficked, like <laughs> stop, halt there. You yeah. know, here, yeah, stop, and they'll go, oh, oh. Was I talking that long? Yeah, you were talking that long. Yeah. It's probably harder with the parents being, you know, just as bad as the kids from what she's saying. It's like, we all do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, practically speaking, uh, 
I don't know that you can carry around the talking stick in your car in between, you know, all the different places, but creating a space where you're practicing this maybe at the dinner table. Maybe it's when you have your once a week family time or maybe it's on the car ride home from school. I know that's those are dynamics where there's lots of energy and lots going on and lots of information and wanting to communicate. Uh, maybe that's where you can pull this out and and tackle it and maybe you know, it's probably going to have to be somewhat in a controlled environment where you get to say, hey, do you want to participate with us or do you want to go somewhere else? Because this is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And to be able to reshape this is the new culture, mom and dad are definitely going to have to lead. Yeah, and, and uh, creating a deliberate practice place mm -hmm. would be a great idea. You know, like, okay, Saturday, let's have this conversation. Yeah. Well, we don't have anything to talk about. Well, let's go back and talk about that thing we did not successfully talk about because nobody was listening. Yeah. So let's let's try it like this, and we begin to move the ball or the stick around or whatever, and then when we're in the car, we can say, "Okay, who has a stick?" Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Who? And, okay. And who? maybe it's just like, okay, it's whatever we could find in the car becomes the talking yeah, stick. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's. <laughs> Here, here, reallocated to some other object. <laughs> here, here's, here's a leftover cheeseburger. Here, here's you hold the, the cheese. You cheese. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And, and it's it's definitely going to have to become practice for sure. And if it's not always the group dynamic, but maybe it's, you know, more the boys or the children that are having this exchange, um, you know, mom's going to have to do a good job of putting the halt, you know, especially if, you, if you've got all big personalities, you're going to have to be able to be a big personality and say, everybody, I am the officer directing traffic right mm -hmm. now. And, and I'm going to dish out hassle time to anyone that is not willing to participate. Mm -hmm. And it just comes with mm -hmm. being willing to lead. And, and sometimes there are consequences that you've got to interject, especially when you're trying to re- adjust i think yeah, it's culture. just gonna take practice like yeah. you got to where you are mm -hmm. through practice yep you just practice what you don't want yeah. so you have to introduce new practices mm -hmm. so that you end up with what you want and and i think asking the question like how do you feel like we're doing how are you guys feeling heard how do you feel like your needs are getting met uh checking in as you go and and introduce this new practice so that someone's not getting overrun or forgotten or frustrated mm -hmm. i think just keep checking in at the same time good great all right our next question comes to us from steve annie and Brittany, my name is steve and my wife and i are going through life academy relationships 101 and we are so thankful for that material so my question is where is the balance between being in a in a loving fear-free relationship where the goal is connection and not allowing yourself to be um, controlled or overly affected in the relationship. The reason I ask is because there are times when I don't want there to be fear in my relationship with my wife, but at the same time, it feels like I'm trying to hug a porcupine. And I say that with all love for my wife, who will probably hear this question um, in your podcast. I want to I want to completely love her without any fear. And yet I know that as I as I love her, 
fearlessly, I'm going to get hurt. And that scares me. And I feel like she has the same fear. We hurt each other in the process. So can, can you help me balance fearlessness with complete love? Great question. Yes, I love his little co-pilot. Yeah, yeah. If you hear her or him, I'm not sure, but very cute. This sounds like a young family. Right. Well, it, it's, uh, you know, working this stuff out, I have referred to it as an eyeball-touching mm-hmm, contest, mm-hmm. right, where I am going to vulnerably let you see me and or I'm going to vulnerably let you show me you mm-hmm. and we just get better at it yeah. over time. We just get better at it and we get better at saying ouch. Mm-hmm. We get better at saying stop. We get better at saying I'm scared. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, we 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 just get better but you can't jettison when you get hurt. Mm-hmm. You 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 have to have in you I have the goal of connection. I have the goal of connection. So if I go, wow, and I freak out and I go, yo, and I storm out of the room or whatever, okay, I, I did not manifest my goal because I would say that wasn't my goal. Mm-hmm. My goal was distance, probably going into the conversation. If I actually left the room or, you know, I quite, if I left the room angry and upset Mm -hmm. if i left the room setting a boundary because you're angry and upset Mm -hmm. and hurtful then i go you know we can talk later and i leave the room that's that's hope of reconciliation but if i storm out because Mm -hmm. i got my feelings hurt or you won't agree with me then i probably set this whole thing up with the goal of distance Mm -hmm. and probably had it when i started so it's it's going to be practice, 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 practice. Mm-hmm. And but my but I'm a powerful person. Mm-hmm. Love is my counselor. Connection is my goal. Respectful communication is my tool. And boundaries will will I will manage mm-hmm. what I'll participate in. Yeah. And Ben and I did this dance of um, go ahead and hug the porcupine, and and you know he. I don't know that Ben ever felt like porcupine. I'm, I'm sure I did. I don't doubt that. I don't know that Ben ever felt like porcupine. Ben, for me, was scary in his absence because he was afraid of me. And that, that was the difference to our how we would make each other afraid. And a lot of it was, I don't know if my need is important to you because it doesn't feel like it is. And so I'm scared to ask for it again. And I am I'm going in trying to protect myself in the beginning, which means that that option of distance, mm, I'm just, I'm going to flirt with it. Mm-hmm. I'm already flirting with it and go ahead and prove me right. Oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. I proved it again. So every time that we went into the conversations like that, um, it didn't end well. Mm, really? Nothing changed. Yeah. So, you know, the first one to humble themselves wins and the, you know, reality of, I know I'm a porcupine. I know that that is what I do. So I've got to figure out how to manage my own frustration, anxiety, and I need Ben to manage his. 
that's that is I'm in charge of no one but me. Mm-hmm. And so the the choice of going into this knowing that you could not handle it well or you could still choose to do the same thing even though I've asked for something different or I need something different, I've got to choose with what I'm going to do myself. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the choosing connection over and over again having really great community that says, you know, uh, pushes you back in the game and then learning about each other, learning about our differences, learning about those things that are just ingrained in us and how we're wired. Oh, so when I say that one phrase, it just freaks you out. Well, I could totally say something different. Mm-hmm. I can and and people learn these skills in business. Like if, you know, if we are trying to protect whether or not money Mm -hmm. comes in my direction, I have all kinds of self-control and all kinds of like just amazing (laughs) verbal skills. But when I'm trying to protect a connection in a relationship, it's almost like I don't know how to keep from pooping my own pants. (laughs) Like what is going on? I just lose everything because I don't have the Mm self-control that I would in a business transaction. And it it eventually you get that good. You get so good that you treat your loved ones better than you would treat a business deal. Mm -hmm. I gave, or writing my book, which is fun, and one of the examples that I talk about in there is when both Ben and I went to... um, the department that you had developed, GTI, mm-hmm. you know, we both went there to better the department that we were working for. So our goal was to be better leaders for the people that we were leading. And it was all about self-awareness. It was all about growing yourself. It was all about how to learn about yourself and others so then we could teach and others about themselves. And I remember Ben and I sitting in bed thinking, Hmm. We are so willing to look at ourselves with this light and learn and grow and bring it to our coworkers. Be mature. Mm-hmm. But we are not willing to do it with one another. Yeah, we're not willing to be mature, you and I. We'll be mature out there, yeah. but not when we close the door. We and, are children. And that was a, a <laughs> just a light bulb moment that we were so willing to give this precious information to people other than the person I say that I gave my life for. Yeah. Which was a good big turning point for us. So hopefully hopefully Steve you you will just fight for connection and keep choosing practice, practice, practice. Mm -hmm. Keep Mm -hmm. coming back. Just keep showing up. That's that's the thing. Yeah. So awesome. All right. Well we're gonna jump into our testimony in just a minute. All right. Well, our testimony today comes to us from Carrie. I am grateful for the tools that Kylo has taught me. I watch a four-year-old twice a week, and with the tools I have learned, I can help diffuse anger and fits quickly. I've learned to have boundaries, and I've learned to be calm and to really listen to what's going on with his heart 
and this has helped me grow in communication and not to be afraid when someone is throwing a fit. So I'm really grateful and I can use them every day in my life. So thank you so much for great tools. It's always fun to feel powerful. There you go. Self-control. Nothing like a little self-control to make you feel powerful. Yeah. I, I, I love it. I, you know, she sounds like she's watching this little guy, but a, a, a parent with a plan is a powerful parent, you know? Yeah. And, um, being able to bring your best self in these moments help you have a really beautiful relationship mm-hmm. and help you focus on what the priority with is, which is helping develop and grow this child to maturity. So yeah. way to be an asset for this little person. I don't know who you are in their life, but I think that's awesome, Carrie, that you're leaning in and um, bringing some tools that are going to help you and him. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome. Self-control is such a game changer that people just, I, I don't think that most people realize how, how much you can improve your life managing you. <laughs> and it's, it's wild. But congratulations. That's great. Well, thanks so much for listening to The Kylo Show. As always, we believe that whole healthy families are going to save the world. So thank you so much for doing your part, and we look forward to seeing you later. Thanks for listening. Never miss an episode of The Kylo Show by subscribing to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch us on the Loving on Purpose YouTube channel. Don't forget to submit your questions and testimonies to thekyloshow.com. The Kylo Show is produced by Ali Armading, co-produced by Ashley Beck and Anna Hill, sound engineer and edited by Taylor Silk, and show promoter Christian Zamora. Don't forget, whole healthy families, gonna save the world.